From the Orange County Fire Authority, this is the Pass Along Podcast, where we address firefighter issues from top to bottom, from your helmet down to your boots. Welcome to the Pass Along Podcast. I'm firefighter Mike Bielek, and today we're going to be talking about the Kids Fund. Now, I know what you're thinking. What's that? I asked that same question to uh, Fire Captain Jeff Hughes yesterday when he asked me to moderate this podcast, so that's what we're here to talk about. Uh, we've assembled a panel of people, um, including board members and recipients of the Kids Fund, to talk about it. So why don't we start with you, Jeff? Uh, tell us a little bit about uh, yourself and, and why you uh, got involved in the Kids Fund program. Well, uh, I've been in the Kids Fund since the very beginning, which was back in 1990. Uh, it was actually started from a fundraiser that we did to uh, send my son, who had some special needs, uh, to actually that was a Poland trip uh, to do kind of an experimental treatment uh, because we thought we had he had cerebral palsy and so we went to do a, uh, a treatment that wasn't covered by our normal medical insurance and it was an exorbitant amount of money uh, and so we uh, raffled off a classic car and uh, to raise money for our son to uh, get that medical treatment um, we did raffle that car off, and uh, it was all done at the Benevolent Association uh, picnic. I got a lot of support from the Benevolent Association, and even putting that thing together, uh, the raffle that is, uh, and the money that was needed for Jeremy to get the treatment uh, that we were seeking, uh, we had money left over, and the intention uh, in raffling that car off was not to make money as much as it was to take care of him. And when we had money left over, we uh, offered it up to uh, uh, fire uh, apparatus engineer Jerry Horak, and he had a, his grandson had o Otahara syndrome, which was uh, a seizure disorder. Uh, we, we tried to help them out uh, because they had medical expenses, uh, and we did. And with the leftover money, he... Uh, he suggested that we tried to roll this thing down the down the road and uh, try to help more folks uh, within the organization. And so we established this fund through the Benevolent Association to help as many people as we could. Awesome. Thanks for sharing. Uh, we'll move along uh, down the table and go ahead and introduce yeah. yourself. I'm uh, Mike Long, a firefighter paramedic for 32 and a half years now, so a long time. I am a recipient of... Uh, help from the kids fund. Both my uh, children have required extensive medical uh, assistance. A uh, daughter who's now 24, uh, single ventricle heart, ultimately a heart transplant 2016. And uh, my son who is now 20, uh, when he was 15, uh, had non-Hodgkin's um, large B-cell lymphoma and required treatment. I've had nothing but help and assistance from the Kids Fund that allowed me to focus 100% of my effort towards uh, my sick children. So there were no problems with work. There were no worries from work and assistance from the Kids Fund helped make that possible. So that's the benefit that many of you may not realize exists for you, but when you ask for help, what do firemen do best? Man, we're helpers. And 
Um, sometimes you don't even ask and it shows up. So <laughs> uh, that was my first experience with the Kids Fund. So um, I've had some wonderful, wonderful experiences from the Kids Fund and it's helped me make it through uh, periods of my life where uh, you need holding up. So you guys have been, the Kids Fund has been part of the pillars that have helped hold me up. So that's my, that's my two cents for now. Great, thank you, thank you for sharing, Mike. That sounds sounds uh, sounds awesome, um, Chief Lockhart. If you would mind uh, introducing yourself and how you came to the program. Absolutely, uh, Bill Lockhart, and uh, I think most on the the board were inspired uh, by Jeff, truthfully. And actually, I'll take that back. We were inspired by Jeremy. Uh, Jeremy was was and is the inspiration. He is the face and the heart of uh, of the Kids Fund. And, uh, and I think Jeremy does his magic through Jeff. And, uh, and so, so Jeff had the opportunity, he didn't tell the whole story, but he had the opportunity uh, to, to donate his classic 58 uh, Corvette, which was raffled off to support Jeremy and, and plant the seeds for what is today Kids Fund. And I know this kills Jeff, but this was really his vision. And uh, he inspired the rest of the board, uh, Mike Contreras, who's to my left, and, and the other members who we'll, we'll name in just a little bit. But um, it used to be when we were a smaller organization that everybody knew everybody's kids, their names of the kids, and it was, it was less anonymous. But as we've grown, it, it's become a little bit more anonymous. We don't know each other's wives' names, the kids, and, and so sometimes kids fall through the cracks. And... and uh, and that's where the Kids Fund really, this is why we're doing this, is because we want to reach out. Uh, we have some very generous members who've donated as part of their payroll deductions, and we've acquired some money that we really want to put to work to help those who we might not know need our assistance. And it's not just financial assistance, although you know, providing those grants can really help. We don't really fix anything, but we can certainly help. Uh, but we also can help with uh, because many of us have been through experiences with our own kids or by helping somebody who has a kid with special needs, we've learned something along the way and we're able to learn from that experience and share that experience with another member who has a kid with uh, either a long-term problem or a short-term problem that we can provide some resources or share experience or just let them know that, hey, you know, this is how you navigate an IEP at school or this is what a 504 is versus an IEP and how to navigate those sorts of things with um, a kid who has special needs. And then into adulthood, you know, just to help them transition and, and find out with regional center what sorts of things are available. So it's not just about providing a grant check and see you later, bye, but it's, uh, and it's also good. Like with, with Mike, it just is so satisfying. Uh, Mike Long, that is satisfying to see, you know, Marissa and, and see how she's done and uh, to, to see them grow over the years uh very satisfying so i know i rambled a bit but uh like i say it's a, a great uh great thing that we have available for our members and when i say members i don't mean members of the benevolent or members of kids fund our members of the orange county fire authority and we want to get the word out that we're 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 here to provide that kind of help 
Thank you, Chief. And no, it's it's not a ramble. Um, this is all really good information. It's kind of shedding light um, in my eyes about the program and hopefully everybody else that's listening. Um, and uh, last but not least, um, I'd like to uh, have Chief Contreras introduce himself and uh, how he came to the program. Yeah, Mike, uh, thanks. It's kind of tough following Bill in anything, uh, but I'll do my best. Um, and it definitely won't be that long. But uh, really, I came to it kind of after it was... Uh, uh, the kids' fund was going for a while, and you know I have kind of a retrospective look. Uh, I was at 22s when this whole thing started with Jeff, and had seen uh, what he was doing and the different things he had done with Jeremy. Uh, actually, I think Billy was there too, so uh, we were all there together, and it was a very tight knit family. And I can remember thinking, "Wow, God, if I could really get that car," uh, but retrospectively, <laughs> you know, and I and I bought my tickets. Um, <laughs> But I think at the point uh, when that was going on, you kind of missed it. And, and now to be able to reflect on it and really see how powerful um, that process was. And I call it a process because it didn't happen overnight. And here we are, like Jeff said, 28 years later. And the pride that, that I know I have and I know the board has from the people that we've been able to help uh, in their, you know, a lot of times in their the worst time um, of need and it's emotional. Some of it could be physical. Like anybody who has kids know you'd do anything to stop their pain and to see the legacy, uh, like we've talked about, to see the legacy that Jeff and Jeremy have um, put on this department, put over this department to kind of care for our members. Um, I'm just happy to be a part of it. That's awesome. That's that's really good to hear from each of you, and um, you know what brought you to the program. Um, I'm kind of tearing up, to be honest, just listening about it because I can just feel the love in this room, and 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 it goes to show that how much people care about um, the other members of the department. So it's it's very very cool to hear uh, firsthand. Um, I want to back up just a little bit um, and ask uh, Captain Hughes um, kind of what um, really inspired him of all the things that he could give to start the program. What what provoked you to uh, put that 58 Corvette up for sale. And I'm just curious what, uh, who ended up winning that raffle and, and where did that, uh, that, where's that vehicle today? Well, you, you, I didn't uh, feel like raffling a 1990 Jeep was going to do it. Uh, <laughs> My 74 Datsun pickup was out of the question. Although I, I wish you had that thing now, so it's, it could, if it could tell stories. <laughs> so it, it, it was the one thing that I had uh, of most uh, value and interest uh, that could create the money that we needed to, to send Jeremy to the, uh, uh, the therapy that we were seeking out, which, by the way, uh, uh, Dave Rose, a retired captain, uh, and his wife Jill, actually, and uh, Kendall Rose accompanied um, Robin and Jeremy to this treatment. Uh, but anyway... Uh, yeah, uh, the raffle went on, and uh, at the 99 uh, Benevolent Association picnic, and uh, was won actually by uh, Truck Nine, mm -hmm. a shift, and they took the cash, mm -hmm. and uh, the car was sold to another bidder. Uh, actually, it was a neighbor of mine who ruined it. <laughs> but uh, it's a different story altogether. But uh, yeah, that's that's how that occurred. Awesome! Really, really cool to hear. Um, we can touch on, uh, some of the other board members, um, towards the end of the podcast, so we know who, who to reach out to. Um, but I'd like to 
kind of jump to, um, you know, what type of services could be covered um, through the kids fund and who um, who's the program for? Is it for um, just, you know, ch- uh, member or children of members or could it be for grandchildren, stepchildren? Um, so if, uh, Chief Contreras, if you wouldn't mind taking that. One. Um, it's for so it, it's it's pretty simple. Uh, if you're a current member of the OCFA and you have a dependent um, child, somebody that is you are the sole caregiver of um, any dependent, anything like that. But it does need to be somebody that is your, yeah, you're dependent. I I don't know how many different ways, but yeah, it has to be somebody that's a dependent of an OCFA member. Okay. And kind of to um, tag along to that one, um, what kind of services can be covered? Is it just strictly medical expenses or... um, uh, you know, if you have to travel for procedures, can it cover lodging or meals or, or things like that? Um, actually, since uh, Mike, you were a recipient of the program, yes, if you'd like I, to hit that uh, one. Yeah, I'll take that one. The, uh, what was covered for me was a trip to Children's Hospital of Philadelphia. And that was required because uh, at that time in 2010, uh, the UCLA physicians uh, kind of threw up their hands, and Marissa was diagnosed with a uh, fatal, uh, a life-threatening fatal diagnosis, which was protein-losing enteropathy. And they don't get it much, and it's a rare disorder. Um, but luckily, we had uh, great physicians there that admitted that UCLA was not the right place for her. And... Uh, Suggested uh, we travel to Children's Hospital of Philadelphia, and uh, our insurance covered the medical visit, but the lodging and the uh, taxi ride, because we were actually, we couldn't stay at, uh, we didn't get into Ronald McDonald House, uh, so then we stayed at a uh, hotel, but it was pretty much almost out of the city, almost into New Jersey. So we took, ta- you know, taxi ride in every day. Um, so that was substantial. So the travel, uh, our meals uh, while we were there, the, and the flights. So my wife, Marissa, and I had that, uh, those costs covered by the kids fund. And uh, they covered a second trip when they moved her to the... Um, uh, <laughs> to the transplant list. So that was the first place that suggested Marissa, the solution for Marissa was a heart transplant. That was in 2011. She did not get her transplant until 2016. So, um, and I had continued support from uh, the kids fund on uh, my son, who was at Chalk, and then uh, the transplant <laughs> uh, UCLA because we were up there for months and hotel costs on the west side of LA are uh, pretty substantial. So all, all those costs uh, were covered. So thanks. And the, the thing that we really want to emphasize in this today too is that uh, we often don't know about the needs. And so we really want to get the word out that, like I said, as we get so big, 
You know, guys just don't know as much about each other and their kids as, as we used to. And, uh, and we really want to emphasize that. So, you know, stay in touch with each other. Be connected with one another. We talk about that as part of the peer support thing is you really have to know each other and know the families. Because most of us, I mean, Mike isn't the kind of guy who's going to come up and say, I need. You know, it's, it's our nature as firefighters to be I give rather than I need. And, uh, and this is not just firefighters. It's professional staff as well. So the challenge is getting people uh, to come forth and, and let us know that they have uh, something that we can assist with, whether it's financial or, or just some other help. And that's where you know, we've had um, a lot of support from exec and that, you know, we're going to be teaching this as part of the uh, Captain's Academy upcoming, that, uh, that Kids Fund is going to be a component of it as part of the overall wellness initiative in the organization to as far as taking care of our own to use the benevolence motto that um, we have to check in on each other and have to find out if there's a a need that we can assist with and then you know there's not an application process or anything onerous involved it's just okay bringing it to the attention of one of the directors and then we'll we'll discuss it amongst ourselves and it'll be done in an anonymous manner no one ever knows uh, no one outside the the board ha- ever knows who we're assisting, um, and uh, we just move forward with that assistance. Jeff, I think a really a, a huge key to this whole thing is the fact that uh, we're proactive, because if we have to wait for somebody to ask for help, it's it's too late. And I'll bet you Mike can tell you that. Uh, the feeling of somebody reaching out a hand to help you before you have to ask for help, uh, it's a significant impact on you. It, it makes a significant impact on the entire um, story of what's going on in your life. It's more than just money or a grant, whether you use it for travel or food or treatment or anything. Uh, you're literally reaching out to help uh, one of your brother or sister firefighters. The f- I'm, I tell you, I'm going to go out on a limb here. And uh, I firmly believe uh, the fire family does exist. If, if you believe it and you're willing to go out on that, that limb and help out where help is needed, and if you can help before they have to ask for it, you know what that feels like, and it's significant. Well, I'm the recipient of that help. And uh, out of the four grants I've received, I asked once. So three times people came to me and made the offering of help. And uh, when life can beat you down a little, and when you have people that throw their hand down to pull you back up, and you dust yourself off and move forward, those you don't forget that. And I know that I'm here still working in this department because of the the good deeds that have been done for me so I'm an old medic I've been on almost 33 years I still enjoy being a medic and I think a lot has to do uh, with the help I received from my brother firefighters that came forward and helped me when I 
thought I didn't need help. So those issues, uh, you know, I, it's hard to put into words. And like I said, three out of the four times, I thought I got this locked. I'm, I'm okay. I'm going to do it. And, and, but the assistance, when someone said, hey, we can take some of the load off you, it just made it uh, a moment where you can continue and you move forward and you move on. And uh, I know I'm not as elo uh, speaking <laughs> as eloquently as I, I could uh, because I'm choking back a little of a, uh, emotion. So I'm, get, I'm stammering a little. So, but the help I received has helped hold me up and keep me functioning as a, a solid employee here. And that I, after 33 years, I'm rounding up now. Uh, there's something to that. So thanks again to the Kids Fund for that support. Okay, great. Um, yeah, again, thank you for sharing your story, Mike. And um, maybe Chief Contreras, if you can um, touch this one. Um, and somebody like Mike's case who maybe is – um, you know, maybe a little too humble to ask for help. What is what is the best way to you know other members? If you may know somebody in need, uh, to reach out to a board member. You know, do they, um, you know, say, hey, I know somebody at my station that's got you know some some kids in need. I mean, what's the best avenue to? Yeah, the, the there's multiple ways. We want to make it as easily as easy as possible and make the kids fun as accessible to as many people as possible. And we know that it's already. Uh, a very trying time for them. And so they can get it to us through a separate party or third party. Um, they can contact one of the board members, which we'll make sure and review after. Um, and, and we don't need a lot of particulars, right? We, all we really need to know is there's a need. Um, and that, I can tell you that's one thing that I feel that we do a very good job of um, is trying to fill that need uh, without being intrusive, Right, because if if you got to fill out an application and you know do all kinds of stuff, that's that's the last thing you want to do when you're trying to take care of your kids. Um, and so, really, make it simple. One of the board members um, have somebody. If if you're uncomfortable, have somebody come to us. Uh, I can guarantee you, we keep it confidential. It's not. It stays within the board, uh, and we we do a what I'd like to think is a pretty good job of turning it around pretty quick and getting. Uh, the funds to the uh, to the members as soon as possible. Great, thank you. Um, and I'm just curious um, over the life of this program, how many people in the department has this touched, um, Chief? Or I'm sorry, Captain Hughes. Don't get ahead of yourself. Field, field promotion. <laughs> um, yeah, if you can touch on that, I'm, you know, it sounds like it's great. I'm just wondering how many people it's. Uh, yeah, well, effect. since 1999, we've uh, uh, we have donated to. Uh, about 60 members, uh, and some of those have been uh, recurring or, or multiple donations. And, and like I said, really the key, the key is being proactive uh, because folks will never ask and, uh, or, or, or rarely ask, and I feel like when they do ask, uh, we missed it. We missed the opportunity to be proactive, and that feeling of support before they have to ask for help uh, is a feeling that uh, you can't describe. So that's the goal. So and over 60. 
and I want to add to, and, and Jeff kind of alluded to it, that the, we all know that if you have a kid with special needs, uh, those needs don't end with the you know turning of a calendar page, and and we want to be there to help year after year, um, as long as the need exists. So, um, you know, if the need persists, you know, we want to continue to assist. Okay. Um, I know we're kind of running a little bit short on time here, so I just want to make sure we cover um, how does how how do people help if they want to help? Um, is it payroll deduction, or can we do you know single donations? Um, whoever wants to take I that think, one. Not to talk over you, but I think the simplest way is just a payroll deduction. That's how I uh, donate every uh, paycheck, and it's out of sight, out of mind. Uh, but I know it's going for good. So that's what we've always said. Just if you can donate the the cost of one cup of coffee a, a pay period, it helps us grow. Yeah, and to just to piggyback on that, I think we're all have come from different uh, perspectives. And the thing that I would say is, hopefully, you will never need that. The best um, situation is you will never need the kids fund. But if you do, um, and some of you are young and you're starting to have families. Um, some of you are older and you may have kids late, uh, but understand that it is for you. It's for our members. It's for the OCFA. And if you could see your way, again, like Bill said, you know, a, co a cup of coffee or actually it's a Starbucks coffee, so it could be expensive. You know, <laughs> a triple latte, yeah. a mocha with a cappuccino on top. But um, what we would really like to say is those few bucks or a few dollars make a big difference to our members. And so if you haven't, I would ask that you either contact one of the board members. We'll be glad to get you the information. You can get it from the benevolent uh, and consider uh, donating that those few bucks to help our members. And one of the things that you don't hear about what's uh, the, that the program is doing good is because we don't share that information. And so if folks aren't talking about donating or, or, or whether they are or not, hopefully that's that out of sight, out of mind thing where you know in the back of your mind that every dollar you donate literally is going to do good or to help some other member of the department. It's not like um, some very popular uh, uh, nonprofits that we donate to or we tend to donate in a large organization where they have very large administrative fees. Literally, if you donate a dollar, that dollar is going to be used to one of our members who needs help. And so uh, I think that's a critical point that needs to be brought out for sure. Okay. Um, I guess I hope we've covered it all. Um, so I'm just going to go ahead and wrap it up here. I'd just like to thanks everybody uh, for joining today. Remember, if you have any questions about the program um, or if you know somebody in need or you yourself are in need, uh, please contact one of the directors, um, uh, Jeff Hughes, Bill Lockhart, Mike Contreras, Oliver Gillespie, Doug Van Iwarden, Dan Dufresne, and Ryan Bishop. Um, until next time, this has been the OCFA Pass Along Podcast, and uh, thanks for listening.